Hey, everybody, you are listening to Launch Radio with Jeff and Kira. You see, our future depends on humanity and AI living in harmony. And on this show, we are going to help you develop a better understanding of both. Hi, everybody. Happy Friday. Happy just chaotic 2020. Kira, it has been a year. Oh my gosh. It's like every day. Yeah. <laughs> There's every something day. going on. Like every day. It's kind of a lot to handle, actually. I feel like it, it's it, it's just been, you know, overwhelming for a lot of people, I think, it, because there's just so much out in the atmosphere Ooh. as far as just everything. Yeah. And, you know, it's an election year, and so people are just very... It's chaotic and, you know, everybody has their opinions, but it's made things quite a... Yeah, you know, it's interesting to see if you're able to take a step back and just look at how society is dealing with each other. Yeah. And it's just this constant push-pull, you know, we're trying to figure out a common middle, Mm -hmm. you know, and then others want to separate. It's really interesting from like a sociology Perspective, perspective to watch the shit show mm-hmm. now i personally don't like to be in it because i'm just like overwhelmed with so much like anxiety from everyone the air is thick yeah everyone's angry mm-hmm. everyone's resentful you know and it's like oh my god i i think that yeah everyone's really has like an edge with everything that's going on and i think the one thing to keep in mind just while all this happens is a big reason for it happening is technology and social media. And because information is traveling so fast yeah. and as recently as 20 years ago, information couldn't probably recently as 10 years Ten ago, years, even five years, I mean, shit. things yeah. couldn't travel that fast. Right. And because the rate of information is going so much quicker, it's upping the fuel and energy in people's brains of like, you know, all the angst is coming faster. Right. And so it causes when there's debate or issues in in the world, it causes the temperature to go like up much faster than it did, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah, for sure. So I think the technology and social media are a big contributor. And I think that today, what we're going to discuss plays right into it. And I titled the uh, the episode, the, pod, the podcast, what is cancer culture? <laughs> yes, I know there's cancel culture. <laughs> cancel culture is happening. But what is cancer culture? Cancer, cancel, cancer, cancer. cancel. Say that 10 Oof, times. That's so hard. You just actually did that really well. Cancer, cancel, cancer, cancer, cancer. Okay, cool. Quite complicated. So I wanted to discuss this. And I mean, I think we both have a, you know, I mean, do you want to, what is your opinion of what's happening in the world with everything that, you know, is being called cancel culture? People are being, you know, apparently what's, quote, canceled left and right. right. What is cancel or cancer, which however you want to say it, but what is cancel, we'll call it cancel for now. What does cancel culture mean to you and, and where, in what realms of society do you think that's happening? And, and what are the offputs of it? You know, I think originally the premise of a cancel culture was when um, you would come across a business that was being misogynist or was being racist and the social mob, uh, you know, of morality would come and say, Hey, you know, um, you're done. You're, you know, you're canceled. Hmm. Um, Even though the company would issue an apology and it's not enough. You know, it's the apologies are not enough in this culture anymore. Um, there's a serious mom mentality of going after people and wanting more. And there seems to be like this, you know, cancel culture is, is partly of how we treat each other mm-hmm. and partly of the frustration of not getting uh, or any real lack of consequence. You know, you see all these powerful people getting away with so much stuff for so many years. And I think people are so fed up mm-hmm. that yeah, it turns into this, uh, your apology is not enough and I'm going to cancel you. And then all of a sudden the mob says, yeah, me too. And then all of a sudden you've got, you know, thousands of people 
and hundreds of thousands of people that gang up and social media is a perfect right medium to use as a as a cancel and I, I think it used to be with with famous people and now it's people are doing it to one another you okay know? but yeah okay so that's happening but but okay so being you said something about a business like how did they used to do it you said with like a in the olden days is that what we call it like the olden days <laughs> well how old are we going well you know okay let's start in like the 1950s in 1960s. I don't know if people canceled things. How did you cancel somebody in, in 1950? Did I don't happen? think you did. They, nobody got canceled. So, so so did people, if somebody wanted to, <laughs> what was canceling? Was that just considered like people going after people, people physically? Or they just stopped going to that business and like, you know what? The guy's kind of a jerk. I'm just not going to shop there anymore. And they moved on. And they moved on with their life. But now it's well, I'm going to use social media as the platform in order to literally burn down this business, either literally or figuratively. You know? So, so it's so it's social media that's allowing the canceling or, or like allowing this to happen. Um, it's a platform. We are the ones who are in control of our actions and our choices. We're choosing to use this platform in order to grandstand and say, "I'm hurt." And I'm going to make you hurt worse by Wait, that's what ruining people are doing. Okay. That's what people are doing. Because there's even different frames of cancel. Because right. some, cancel to some people, cancel, cancel to some people would mean like cancel the person, you know, get them out of society, send them to jail, send them for whatever they did. Like that, that's one form. And then the other form of it is just cancel somebody, meaning like kick them off a platform. Like, right. like, like make them like not send them to jail, but, but, kick them off of, of Twitter or YouTube or, or whatever social media so that they can't have a voice. And that's, I think you hit right on the head. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just like hitting you. Just, that's what we do. <laughs> um, that's, you hit it right there on the head. It's, yeah. I want a consequence. I want people to pay for whatever they did, you know? And it's, mm -hmm. whether that's kicking you off something, whether it means going after you and ruining your, your livelihood, whether it means whatever it is, I want justice. I feel threatened. I fear you. Yeah. You've hurt me. I want justice, whatever that looks like in whatever capacity. In the eyes of the canceler. In the eyes of the canceler, whether the person being canceled did really anything wrong or not. So canceling can just be like, I'm going to report you to Twitter. It could mean something simple as because I don't agree with your political beliefs, so I am going to report. Right. I'm going to report this tweet yes. because you're because you said that you know you, something about politics or something, and but that person do doesn't agree with it. So I am reporting this tweet to Twitter. That's what would happen. That's that. That's is one the, form. That's one form, and then it goes very extreme. Yeah, you know where you've got celebrities who are worried about cancel culture, and they're worried about saying anything celebrities yes so celebrities have more to worry about than oh, yeah. than the than than the regular i think so for yeah. sure you know you've got a whole brand a whole enterprise behind your name and if should you say something that's going to piss someone off which is a natural thing that will happen because yeah. you can't just be everything to everyone yeah um it's it, it, you know people are quick to being like your apology is not enough i want you to hang and it's like to hang or whatever it is. Like it's, so, it's a very pitchfork witch hunt out there, you know. And okay, so and, and the, you know people talk about the mob. So what yeah. is what does that mean? So, so there's a mob of cancelers, or but all the cancelers aren't on the same side, right? There's some cancelers. Uh, everybody has their own definition of what the mob is. Well, right? here's the thing: humans have a herd mentality. Yeah. If you, for example, Jeff, saw you're walking down the street on Hollywood mm -hmm. and you're just going to go get a sandwich at the local deli and you see a thousand people bolting and screaming the other direction. Mm -hmm. Now, do you keep walking or are you like, oh, my God, should I be running? Because there's obviously something going on. Right. You mean if I'm going to my local like to get a soda or something, yeah. like if I'm walking to the deli and I see a crowd. Angry and crowd. they're no, they're not angry. They're like screaming for their lives. Something bad is happening up there. Up where? 
Where were they coming from? Oh, they're like, so they're just screaming. They're just screaming and running. Think of a movie. I would be, I would be confused. Right. And you'd be like, wait, I need to find out why they scream. And then you start running because you're just like. With them. Well, of course, because you're like, they're fearing for their life. So I'm going to fear for mine. That's kind of how the mom mentality work where, where it's like, yeah, you're right. That person is wrong. And then another person's like, yeah, I agree. And then. Yeah, I agree. And this herd mentality happens. Why is like, herd mentality like that? Because it's safe. But but can't people think their own thoughts about things? Or Not, do they just jump on the bandwagon? They jump. There are a very big, a very big majority that like to jump. That are like, yeah, that's right, and I have a purpose, and I have a voice, even though it may not be mine. That doesn't make any sense. No, of course not. But humans, by nature, are um, stick together. We're social beings. That's how we survive, you know? Yeah. And um, we do the things that we see other people are doing, and we're like, oh, yeah, okay. We, we do. We do. And, and Johan says, cancel culture is toxic. People should worry about what they're doing for themselves and stop worrying about what somebody else is doing. Yeah, 100%. And he says it's the main reason um, he doesn't like social media. So that's Social media has really turned Johan. into like a breeding ground of hell. I mean... I'm getting exhausted by Facebook. I've noticed that, you know, you can see who was the latest. Was it Pepsi? No, it was Verizon. They're mm-hmm. the latest advertiser to pull all their advertising from Facebook. They, okay. So yeah, now, now why are they doing that? Because they don't like how Facebook is allowing um, the political ads and they're not taking a stance where Twitter takes a stance. So then it's like, it's Facebook's turning into this like, dark alley where people just rage wait so people can say whatever they want on facebook pretty much politically or, or whatever while twitter is now doing some policing of things for them to police the president of the united states yeah yeah, yeah. Policing. Okay. You know? so, so this brings up the question of, of you know which we've touched on before which is yeah. how how much should be allowed as far as people having different opinions on things now I, it seems the platforms are mixed up as far as uh, just political belief, because I hear people liking and disliking different platforms. Facebook made an announcement today, they're going to start policing, I think, didn't they? Well, they have to, or everyone's going to abandon it. It's turning into a dark web. Facebook. I think. I think it's gross what's going on on there. Do you believe, do you believe that um, the, the, the free speech is free speech? And then everybody should be able to say what they want on social media and and not get canceled or punished or, or whatever for it? Or do you believe that there should be some type of policing going on? I think there needs I think as a platform, when you create an environment where people can just say whatever they want, that can breed a lot of negativity. And when you create a platform for all kinds of humans from all kinds of cultures, from everywhere coming together. You have a moral obligation to create a safe environment. Um, and if you are allowing people, and essentially social media platforms are changing and transforming the way we treat each other. And they realize this. That's mm-hmm. power. It's a ton of power they have. Society's changing because of social media. Yeah. Because of an algorithm. I mean, it's bizarre to think. I mean, yeah. So, they yes, absolutely. They have a moral obligation because they are the reason why we are changing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've talked about it in the past. I feel like be- okay. So because of the what we said at the beginning, which was you know you see these these changes happening with with platforms and such and and canceling going on, but because information is traveling faster and that all this is happening faster, right? The problem we're having is is we're not able to. Um, have some type of um, rules with this stuff that's, that's like universally kind of accepted. Like when the, when the, when the Constitution was written, it was like universal rules that kind of everybody went in on because they could each side could police each other. Kind of, you know, everybody could keep things in check. And I feel like there needs to be a system of of checks and balances somehow within that where people can. Um, you know, keep each other in check as far as what's allowed. I think so too. It's it's been a and what's free not free. allowed. It's been hey, because there's so much mess. freedom. There's there's too much freedom. 
Yeah. There needs to be some sort of code of conduct right. that we all universally agree upon. And you would hope that you, Jeff, and everyone else and myself, when you wake up, have a personal code of conduct of how you present yourself. You know, not everyone has that or they think they do. And they're standing up for themselves, even though they're bashing another human being. They just, that's their personal code. There needs to be someone saying, that's not right. That's not the society we want. Right. You know? So in the, in the 1700s, when was America founded? Or when was all that happened? 1700s? Um, 1774. Okay. So this was happening in real time, physically, because there was no Apple right. or no Twitter in 17 whatever. There'd be and, mobs. And so people were saying, and there probably were mobs. There of were course mobs. there was. There was a Boston saying, Tea Party. People were saying, we need some type of, they literally said what oh, you just said. Right. We need some type of thing to, to, to keep things under control here. Right. And because it was literally getting out of hand as far as just what people were doing to each other and just the right. crime. And you need some sort of moral guidance of some sort. You know, like, we've touched, touched right. on it before. And I think the lack of having any sort of spirituality or religion or something that holds the glue together, something that holds people together, the act of, of forgiveness and moving on is gone. So that's okay. That's where the cancel culture comes from. So that's I a big refuse. Piece of it. Yes. I refuse to forgive you. I want you to hang. And it's like, so, so to me personally, what I believe cancel culture is, is two camps. One camp that says, yes, people can change and mm-hmm. I can forgive you. And I, can, I, and I can help you grow. Okay. That's one group. Right. And then the other group that says people don't change, which is ridiculous, but that, that group mm-hmm. is the cancel culture group mm-hmm. where they can't, they are so resentful, so angry, so hurt, so whatever triggered that they refuse an apology, refuse to move on, mm-hmm. refuse to forgive. They're so angry. Either it's like, visceral nightmare right now of people not being able to move the F on, <laughs> you like, know, they get stuck. They're really stuck in this. Like, what do you think? What do you I want to hold this burden all the time. Like, what do you think forgiveness? Like, how do you define forgiveness? What does that mean? What does forgiving somebody mean? I mean, I think personally, if I'm, if I forgive someone, that means not so much. Yes. I say, yes, I forgive you. You know, whether the person, however, the person apologized, mm-hmm. however it came across, however humbled they are, um, the forgiveness comes from you inside. You have to forgive the person through and through. I heard, I heard somebody say once, forgiveness is giving up all hope of a better past. Oh, that's brilliant. Great. Right? You should have just said, you know what? I have a great... I have something magical to, to say. Be or not to be. <laughs> to mask or, or not, not to mask. mask. <laughs> I heard somebody say today, are the cases oh wait, are the are the are the cases of coronavirus going up because what was it? There's more cases happening because we're oh, are the case are there more coronavirus cases happening because we're testing more? Or is there more testing happening because there's more cases? To be <laughs> or not to be. We're in a paradoxical society, folks. Nicely wait. But anyway. The forgiveness part is a, is a forgi- really tough thing for people right now. They, yeah. they refuse to forgive. And um, now that doesn't mean, okay, I forgive someone and I'm not hurt still. You can still feel pain, but that's up to you to work through the pain. And that doesn't mean... Um, giving up. It doesn't hope. mean that when you forgive someone, that means you're one accepting their behavior Two, that you're, you can, that you have to go to their business and mm-hmm. you have to support them. It's just allowing the burden off of you. Off of you. Right. It has really nothing to do with them. You allow the forgiveness. You let it go. You let that shit go. Oh. So you don't carry around a gigantic big rock of resentment and anger. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I hate everyone. I hate men. I hate raw. And it's like, Nobody wants to be around that, and that doesn't change. 
society. It just makes you a really bitter, angry person, and nobody likes that. It's nope. not a good look for anyone. Okay, so okay, so 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 yeah, so that's that. And, and so with this forgiveness thing, you, you know, I think it is interesting. And and by the way, um, Will Culpepper, wow, he gave us he gave us ten dollars. It's great. It's very nice. Oh, thank Will you. Well, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, cancer culture to me is the fact that I have friends of different races to treat me differently now because I'm white. Very sad. I've never had a problem with anyone before this. Thank you, guys. I, I mean, you know, everything that's happening in society right now, you know, is... I think it's silencing people to where they don't... If they say one word that's out of context, yeah. you're now a racist, you're canceled, you're a Karen. Pick a word and it's it's duct tape. It's virtual duct tape that we're putting on people and saying, nope, you said it wrong. And even if you're like, I'm sorry, I probably said that wrong. I, I'm, I didn't mean it that way. Nope, canceled. And you're written off. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's yeah. ridiculous. And, and so I think a piece of this, you know, part of this, you know, obviously the forgiveness element is, is a big part of it, which we're discussing yeah. now. But I wanted to touch on, you know, there eventually needs to be some type of, I don't know if it's standard society sets. I don't know if there's, I don't know, because if the person's done something really wrong, then I'm empathetic to the person being upset with that person. If they've really done something really wrong. Of course, right? but when do you as an individual say, okay, I'm going to let this go and not for, for you, but for me, Yeah, because I can't carry this anymore. Right. Because if you carry it, you're now allowing your emotions to go completely out of control. And you then form these gangs, right? And it becomes a girl gang and I hate this culture. Or what, sorry, those my dogs, by the way. Um, you know, it's all like cancel this, cancel that. You know, I will never forgive, never forget. All of that kind of stuff where it's like, why would you want to carry that? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's so heavy. I, I think that, yeah, so it, it depends on... I think that there is an element of that. I think it obviously depends on what we're discussing, what, you know, what exactly it is and what is the scale of it and everything. But one thing is when somebody's one of the big elements of cancer culture is when somebody says something that is offensive or they say something by accident or it's in the right. media, because we all make mistakes and mistakes, when somebody says something and then people rip into that person right. about that. Okay. That's a, that's one layer. Of cancer culture because right. literally that's not like a, a grudge of some type or anything. that's something that's just happened like in the moment right so somebody will say one thing like one sentence or something right like accidentally or they'll uh, be taken out of context or, or whatever or you're a human being and you make and mistakes, and you make mistakes shocking. Words and such. <laughs> yeah and so when that happens oftentimes especially celebrities society will go after that person oh 100 and they'll Lynch and, mob. and they'll try to cancel that person or, or whatever 100%. and so okay so when that happens you know one thing that is that you know um scott adams has discussed which i don't know if we've ever touched on this before is the 48 hour rule which is if somebody says something accidentally it's a mistake mm. I didn't mean to say that that person has 48 hours to come back and say, you know, I screwed up. I didn't mean to say that. I'm very sorry. And I just screwed up. And if, the, you know, they come back and give an apology that that person should be forgiven. That's really interesting because, you know, I'm personally dealing with like this cancel culture thing, not of me, but of a place that I attend mm -hmm. and they're going through a hellish time with this cancel culture. And they're super angry that they're not getting the mob that's going after this, this club um, is asking for an ap apology, even though that's not enough, but they're saying it's, it's been too long now. It's only been 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like if you don't do it right away, then it's, then it's, you know, you're already canceled. You and should you, have 48 hours. To I think it's great. I think it's a good role. And even if on the other end, you see the apology, first apologies, and you yeah. don't think the apology is genuine. You're like, oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Right. You still forgive that person because they made the act. Correct. Of apologizing. Why would you want to hold the grudge? Well, Grudges are so heavy. Well, we don't want to live in a society where you think you know more about what that person's inner thoughts are. Oh, Jeff, welcome to America. 
Like, we don't want... Everybody thinks they know what's going on in everyone's head. We have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do. In that realm. Because we have a society a where you know more about what they're thinking than they do... Right. Isn't, isn't a healthy... No, it's insane. It's society. Insane. Or putting words in people's mouths, and you're like, I never said that. Right. Well, that's what you meant. It's like, right. how do you know... <laughs> That's what was coming. That's not even the word I used. I didn't. I, I didn't call you that. You're you're putting words in people's mouths that right. they didn't even say, and then you're canceling them based upon the verbiage that you made up in your own head. So, and it is uh, bonkers. It's bonkers. Right. Right. So so there's nothing there's nothing healthy about that. And, and the forty eight hour rule kind of you know he, he, Scott's talked about this a lot. Like it, it's a really important element, and I think that. Getting into that frame of being able of people being able to do that um, helps. It's a path to to not doing so much of reading each other people's reading other people's minds and knowing what they're thinking and saying this and that. Um, now, some people will view that as you know dictating. You know, you don't have a right to tell me what to think and everything. Yep. and that's that's the problem. Um, I mean, if people are already bitching that you don't have a right to tell me to wear a mask, mm-hmm. well, let me tell you. People mm-hmm. are going to be like, don't you dare tell me that I have to forgive. And it's like, don't forgive. Don't You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. But creating this mob mentality of going after someone and, and even after they've apologized. Like, how do you feel about the Jimmy Kimmel blackface and um, Jimmy Fallon? Some people are like, nope, you should be canceled. Done. Why? Did he, he apologize? They both apologized. They feel Jimmy Kimmel took too long. And he was basically waiting too long to do it. I think that if he apologized and it was within 48 hours. So you would forgive him? Yes. Because there's the cancel culture inherently says, no, that's not enough. What do they want? What do they want him to do? They want those types of people to, quote, disappear is what I've been told. Disappear, I don't know where. That could mean dead that could mean on a different island i don't know but i've heard this term of like we just want people like that to disappear okay but what what back when he did it back then what did they think when he initially did that did all that it was a comedy sketch so what were they thinking back then that it was a hilarious comedy sketch and no one called him out why why didn't they then and now why now and not then because I, I know because society changes and then we we have to backpedal all the things that we did. So for example, you know what Netflix or Amazon pulled uh, gone with the wind because it's racist. And it's like, okay. Okay. But then how do you, do you just start rewriting everything? And then you've got the statues. I mean, you start getting, yes, there's certain things that need to be take place. And then there's others that are like, whoa, you're like trying to rewrite everything okay. and if you're and then there's the camp of i want to burn it all down burn it down and then there's the camp that's like okay can we like move the f on and figure out a better way to live amongst one another okay well first off one other piece of extension of the 48 hour rule is what's what scott's other part of it is the 20 year rule which is in 20 years if something happened more than 20 years ago and something comes up that person is a different person. Right. Literally, that person is a, is a different person. Goes back to what I said. Some people believe people don't change. Right. And I deal with this constantly where it's like, you know, being a men's wellness advocate where it's like men don't change. And I'm like, what, are they just a rock? Wait, why do they, somebody thinks that all men don't change? Uh, apparently... Well, well, that's that's people not. change and grow and transform and and do better. You know, they they make the attempt to be a better person. To say and just to dismiss someone and say, uh, you know, you'll never change. You are who you are. You're a horrible person. You're evil, okay. and you're just like okay. white. Well, that's that's okay. So but that's what cult, culture cancer cancel culture cancer 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 culture is. So, so it sounds like that is a big part of it, is, is this forgiveness element. Act of forgiveness. Have you had to forgive someone before? Or a business where you were like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm. I'm not very good at holding grudges. Because I, I actually, 
I can't even see you mad. Well, no, when I've gotten mad, I'm not good at holding grudges because then I forget what I was mad about. (laughs) Like, I can't remember it. No, I really do. (laughs) Like, and sometimes I try to remember it, but I just have too much going on to, to, you know, when you're ADD, literally ADD like me, there's so much going on in your brain that like, it doesn't really want to store, um, grudges. It's not very good at. That's actually actually a nice positive thing of ADD. You always hear of like the negatives. Mm. You know, like my mom has ADD and it's just like, Mm. oh my God, like pay attention. I have friends and I'm like, oh, it drives you nuts. But actually, that's actually a good thing. That's actually a positive of having ADD where like you can't hold a grudge because. I try to hold grudges, but I'm not good at it. I'm just not good at all. Everyone's like that. I'd be surprised. I'd be interested if anyone out there who has ADD feels the same way, though I wonder if it's just. Is is anybody else bad at holding grudges? That's a that's a good thing. <laughs> like asking the universe. I mean, I've um, had to forgive people. That doesn't mean I'm not hurt still. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to carry that that load anymore. So I have to say, you know what? I'm going to just let this go, and we can move forward. Yeah, and Johan and Will, I see your questions. We'll get to you in one second. But yeah, and I think that um, then we'll let this go. So I think that the forgiveness element now, I mean, if somebody goes out and, you know, kills your dad or something, you know, I think that like, you know, then there's like understandable, you know, there's a whole spectrum of this, you know, with holding grudges and stuff. I don't know. I mean, personally, if I was, I've often thought about this. If I've ever, if I personally was attacked and, and, killed for example Mm -hmm. i wouldn't want me this is me personally in my belief system i would forgive that person right away yeah but i also i would forget (laughs) (laughs) so she's kira we're forgive and forget (laughs) so we've got i get murdered and forget jeff is like who's kira i don't i don't even know who what I'm supposed to be holding a grudge about because she died, I don't know. It Somehow. Gets, it gets confusing. <laughs> no, like... But I, like, if someone killed my mother or okay, my father, right. okay, that's probably a better example than using yes. myself. Um, I would forgive that person. I I have that, that, I have that in me to do that. Um, and whether they, whether they admit to the murder or not, but it's a personal choice I make so that I can live with myself so that I can continue forth and not, not carry this past load of anger and resentment and hoif it over my shoulder and like carry it around with a crutch. And I'm like, I'm angry because someone murdered my mom. And it's like, okay, you at some point, does that mean the next day? Does it mean 20 years? At what point do you forgive people? Maybe, maybe it comes from what society I think is trying to get to right now, which is how to handle um, crime and how to criminals, like how to deal with it. what we're doing about police. Like, do we try to make criminals like is jail, like throw them in jail for life? Throw well, them, everyone like, knows when, when men and women come out of jail. It's not rehabilitation. Right. They have a fel. If they're a felon, they can't get a job. They don't know how to. I mean, there's no resources for anyone that comes out of jail. So it's like, here, you went in, uh, rehabilitated, and then dump you out on the street. And then we're all like, we're shocked when they uh, get into trouble again. It's because, like, because they don't. And they don't. Nobody's, nobody's changing. You're you're being told you're a bad person and right. you can't change. By, by sending uh, someone who robs a convenience store. So to then, jail. and then right. you get mad when he comes out and it hasn't changed. And it's, and it's the exact same cancel culture. Yeah, what happening. the heck is that about? But what that's the that? same thing where it's like, instead of having a dialogue between two adult human being or a business and human beings and saying, look, I effed up. You're right. I'm listening. Let's talk. And then you move, then you do that. You do that conversation and then you move the F on. You don't do that conversation and then say, your apology is not enough. I did. And it's like, that's fine. You don't, don't partake with that person. Don't go to whatever business, you know, like, but don't just write the person off and say, they don't have, they don't matter. Everyone yeah. matters. Everyone has a chance to grow. 
We all have a chance. Even if to the grow. person like kills her, I mean, a hundred percent. Even that person, you even think, that person, they're human beings. I mean, that's what like born. Christianity says. And that's Correct. what religions say, right? They're that not born. That's what Killers. religions. You know, I mean, I personally believe, and I'm not like I don't go to church or anything, but it's my own personal belief that yes, people can change. I am optimistic about human beings. I have optimism for for what we can do for one another and for ourselves. And I have, I fear very strongly. I've had a lot of anxiety recently because I fear people are losing hope in humanity. Mm. And I think it's absolutely detrimental to our society. And cancel culture is that, is that detriment, that destructive, no one can change type of attitude. So it comes from the, the smaller things though. It, it comes rooted in the little, you know, when somebody says something that you don't like uh, politically or whatever, trying to cancel them just because the celebrity says that it's more about forgiveness. It sounds like it's starting with little things like that and growing out from there. Well, and then the you've got the process. herd. Yeah, of course. But, but it's the, it's the digital realm. The it's digital social realm. media and stuff, the scrim, because we don't have a societal, um, you know, uh, pact of how to manage online. It's just there's a wild, no, wild west. You know, there's no societal pact of how to treat one another. That's a wild west. Well, there, there, there was. There's, there that's was. What, that's what the laws and the constitution and stuff. Who the hell knows what they? Yeah, but that's, really, that's where that are the up. where are the laws of code of conduct of how we treat one another? That that we don't. Yeah, we don't have that. We are allowed to just mouth off and vomit out the most worst vile shit to perfect strangers and. It's allowed. So social media is shining a light on that. What scares me, though, problem, though, is that people will be like, oh, God, the world's terrible. Mm-hmm. Humanity is in the shithole. There's no chance for humanity. It's like, no, no, no. Don't dismiss humans. We are an amazing species. We have the opportunity to adapt and grow and evolve. This is an opportunity, if you take it from a positive light, to look at what's going on and change society, change the way you treat one another. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about how anyone else, uh, you know, like what was saying, don't worry about what anyone else is treating. How do you show up? How do you treat that person that anyone that day? So I think that this is what you're saying. I mean, this is a huge element of it. And I think that that's something we really have to have to look at. Um, what do you think about, you know, the other element of it that I think needs to discuss as we, wind down and then we'll get to their, their questions. Um, it's, you know, the, is the social media companies and the platforms in that form of cancellation when somebody does something politically or, you know, there's apparently people being canceled on the social media platform. Right. So people are talking about going to other platforms that are being set up. Like there's a platform called Parlay, which people are parlor. Parlor, Parlay, one of the others. Parlor, I've heard of that. People are going to Parlor, and it was a lot of uh, conservatives, but now it's it's liberals going there as well. Um, You know, there's there's like the Krasenstein's who were huge Trump um, critics. You know, enemies of Trump just joined Parlay today, and it was very known to be more conservative. But it sounds like liberals are now getting on there now. I've been making the point on social media that if all conservatives are worried about being kicked off Twitter and they all go to parlor. Well, then you're just in an eco chamber of everybody agrees with everybody. Right. So you have to have the other side because Twitter's both. Otherwise everybody's just talking to themselves. Well, so it doesn't do you any good to say, Hey, everybody go to parlor. Cause then everybody's going to get there and they're going to be like, Oh, well we all agree. This is kind of boring. Right. Like, what do you do? I actually wonder what that would look like as like a social experiment. Would you then start to like, are because you're bored out of your mind, you have nothing. You're you're agreeing with the one topic. Maybe you find one that you don't, and then it's like, or that you're like, blue is the best color, and the other guy's like, green is because it gets so insane that you have to have conflict in your life. So then you find ways amongst yourselves to start disagreeing. I wonder. You have to have disagreeing. I so wonder. It's more and more. Yeah, it's I wonder split. if humans would be just have to have. I, I know that I know people who love conflict. Yeah, they live in it. Yeah, they are the trolls of trolls mm-hmm. that are like raw, tight, 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 tight. They love the conflict. It it feels them. Yeah. 
And I'm, I'm worried that that's, those people are so, um, they're so out there. There's, you know, they're widespread that it's, they're getting other people to join in on their crap, you know? And it's like, you've got these leader trolls and now everyone's a troll. Everyone's being so, bully. So I guess, the, yeah. And, and how do you, that, that's happening naturally, but how yeah. do you use the social media companies and say, I don't understand a lot of this form, this part of the cancer culture. Cause it's just like, I don't get, I hear the people paranoid and talking about being canceled you know, but then people get canceled and, you know, it often seems like if, if they've done something against the rules many, many times, then, you know, maybe they screwed it did to themselves. Like that's their responsibility. However, if they didn't, it, it then depends what the rules are. Like, like how big are they violating the rules or did they just disagree with the, you know, politically, like there's no, it's very wild, wild west as far as what's being canceled and what's not. And is the person who got canceled, did they do something wrong or did they not? And we don't have a set of like any guidance or rules with that stuff. And, and I don't know I how agree. we, how, how we. I um, think it starts first with, what? I think social media is uh, absolutely, there needs to be an overarching universal set of rules. Something. Um, I don't know what that is. Though. But I think what needs to start first is like a universal rules of how to treat one another. Mm-hmm. And like, if you don't abide by them, fine. But there is no core of humanity and connection and love and forgiveness and empathy and compassion. That all is like, I don't even know where it went, but it's not here anymore. So it starts in how to, it starts in the morality realm, which gets subjected to people, but of of how to treat one another. You think it starts there? like? Yeah, I do. Okay. The act of forgiveness. Can people say that they actually truly, you know, a lot of times that's lip service. Like I forgive you. And then the person will drudge up the past again. You're like, wait, I thought, I thought you forgave me. Mm -hmm. And now you're continuing on this drudging up the past shit. It's Mm -hmm. like people need to understand what it means to forgive and then move on, you know, and you don't have to just cancel a human being because you don't agree with their apology. You can say, you know what? I don't accept your apology, but I'm going to take my voice and my anger somewhere else because I'm not going to create a, a firestorm. But people love the grandstanding and the ego trip of social media, of getting on being like, yeah, I just burned this business down. Not literally, but like from a verb, you know, from a language and, and, and type of perspective that they're able to destroy people's lives. Well, that's, that's if you're just trying to destroy people's lives... Because you're so emotional, so hurt, so resentful that you just want to burn the whole all of society down. I don't even know why. I don't. I, it, to me, it's just insane. It's insanity. Yeah. Anyways, let's get to the questions. Let's get to the questions. Okay. Uh, thank you for the tip, Will Culpepper. That's very, very nice of you. Um, we actually have people <laughs> tipping us now. All right. Um, so <laughs> Johan eats. What's up, Johan? He is the greatest. I always talk to Johan. Uh, back in the day, you could say what you want, when you want. Absolutely no one got offended. So many people get mad nowadays for anything, for no reason. People just need to put the phone down. I think he... I think it's fair. Makes it, makes Though it there point. are things that, like, maybe those people were offended and they didn't feel comfortable to say it out loud. Maybe those were offensive years ago and they didn't That's feel the question. comfortable, you know? And now people are getting their voice and they're getting encouraged because they see other people raising up and, and using their voice. And I support that there, but there's ways to do it. <laughs> there's ways to, to make society better in a constructive way, not burning it down. But okay. But that's right. There needs to be something to do with that. But like, even if you see like movies, like you know, we, we mentioned like Gone with the Wind and them changing right. that. But even you look at a movie like There's Something About Mary, which remember There's oh, Something yeah, About a, Mary, a, a where there was like crude humor, like very crude, What's crazy, Will dark Smith? humor. There's a Will Smith one and what's his name? Kevin Smith, where they're like Will Smith. gay. They act like they're gay um, firefighters. Oh. It's like, uh, I forgot the name of it. Kevin James. Kevin James, yes. And Will Smith. Yes. Yeah, what was that? That one, I it was... It is so bad. Mm-hmm. They say like words like uh, that are like horrible really? about gays and like, and I'm like, holy shit. And it was supposed to be a comedy 
And back when it came out, it was a comedy, but you can't even watch it without cringing because it's so awful. It's so awful, you know, and I, you don't hear people going after them and saying, well, I, that needs to come off. If that's the case, all movies. Well, I'm sure some people prior, are going after them. Like, yeah, but <laughs> and that would mean all movies and all music prior to 2000. Did cancel. 18. Yeah. Just wipe cancer, it clean. Cancer, cancel. So, so, okay. So yeah, right. Like there's that one. There's something about Mary. Like those movies, but, yeah. but like, you know, where does it end? Where does that, where does that stuff end? And I, I don't, I don't, I'm not following, you know, there, and there were people, there are people on Twitter that back, you know, 15 years, 10 years ago when Twitter started 12 yeah. years ago, were making jokes like the something about Mary humor. Right. We're just making those type of jokes. Right. Now there's people and the right likes to say the left does it and no, you people on the right, you people do it just as much. Because <laughs> I watch you, you both, both sides do this. Both sides are guilty. Both sides go after stuff. I see it on both sides. Okay. But people on the right go after tweets of people making there's something about Mary humor, right. which is crude and inappropriate. Right. Trying to cancel those people saying, look at this humor. This guy's, right. you know, a, a sex maniac or, or a, you know, right. um, but he was making humor like there's something right. about Mary was. And he might be not in the, <laughs> that apparently there's a rule book now of what you're allowed to say and what you're not allowed to say. And that's on, on fair. Social media. But, or just in general, but right. what we need the rule book. But back because, then there wasn't. No, of course not. But people, not everybody people, has the rule book. Humor was different back then. Here's the thing. Not everyone is evolved as you are. Yeah. And we seem to have like a really standard where it's like, if you're not hitting my standard of what you should be at, done, canceled. And it's well, that's like, ridiculous. you're not evolved. So I'm sorry if someone's not as evolved as you are. Evolved in what way? In in higher consciousness, in empathy, in all of that. And everyone's triggered by different things. Everyone thinks maybe a flirt is like seen as wildly inappropriate and, and abusive. I mean, things are getting really out of control. Mm. And you can't tell what's real anymore and what's like, because it just seems like the, the this culture is just, well, screw it. I don't even talk anymore. Talking doesn't do anything anymore. Let's just light it up so i think i think forgiveness which we talked about saying is the element yeah. and i think the the time the timeline element the, the the concept of the time filter i love that idea is is a big element which 48 I, hours well well 48 hours and 20 year rule which yeah. Scott Adams has like that's yeah, that, that. that's that's one element but i think that there's a timeline thing that both i see both sides doing it that that i think it's our concept of time yeah that's screwing us up. Yeah. Because because time, they've now learned, if you study uh, quantum physics, I'm kind of a, a nerd like that. But, you know, I just, if you look at quantum physics. It's in his free time, he time, reads quantum physics. I, I read quantum physics in my free time. And, and, like, time, we have this concept that time is linear. That, like, we're going, there's, like, the past and the future. We're, we're, we've learned that, that that's, not, it's not what we thought. Right. It's not quite what we thought. And then it's, like, if you think of it in terms of like frames of a movie that, that like time going by that everything that's happening is happening now. Right. Everything. Right. Is right now. Right. Now, since our brains are grown up thinking of past and future, it's hard to wrap around what that yeah. much bigger concept is. Right. But because we're seeing things linearly like the past. Right. We're seeing the tweets, and we're 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 mixing up past and present. Right. We're we're, we're mixing up, and, and like we think that's happening now because our brains are like reboot, right. reboot. <laughs> like I see people doing it, and so it's this quantum image of the past, present, and future of how we think about the past that's screwing us up. Mm. So we need to look at time a little bit more. Mm. So that's I would say forgiveness, and I would say time, and like it's hard that. for people to to wrap themselves around that, but, but there's all, everything, all time is happening all the time. That's the big thing to know. Is all time is now, happening you wrap your head around all the time. Way. So good luck wrapping your head around that. <laughs> okay. So I like getting into this. Anyway, we got one more from Will. I wonder why it even, I wonder why if even someone says something accidentally or on purpose and someone is offended, why should that result in such violence? 
Whatever happened to arguing? Oh, people still argue. They argue, but with no end. The end that they want is to crucify the person. And, you know, and um, you're right. Well, it's like, you know, what happened to having being able to disagree with someone and mm-hmm. then still being friends with them? Or... And having a civil conversation or a civil argument, you can have an argument. That's what Kira and I try to do. We fight. We, we try to, like, fight for you guys. Like, we fight each other. Right. Because we want to show that, like, we can still be twin brother and sister and, and like, doing this. But we can, like, fight. In and the then at the end of the day, we're like, okay, all's good. Time to go yeah, still get a soda and, and, you know, hang out and, you know, have some trail mix. It stuff. is possible to disagree with one's opinion, one's political stance, mm-hmm. one's belief system, and still be respectful and friends with them. It is possible. It's possible. Believe it or not. Believe it or not, we have lived this long on earth and have made friends and have partners and loved ones and family members who we didn't cancel because they believed a different um, political stance than we did. It is possible to agree to disagree. Believe it or not. It's possible. One more. He says, or Jamie 89 says, uh, the title says cancer culture. It sure does. Jamie, we, we, that was, um, it's cancer culture. It's cancel culture. It's quite the dilemma. I like cancer culture because it's actually really interesting to me to, because it is, it's a play on the words one and two that, and I didn't come up with it. So I'm, I'm not, yeah. Um, I came up with it accidentally. Yeah, he came up with it accidentally, but I thought it actually, I I thought he did it on purpose. I'm like, that's brilliant because it's a play on the fact that it's so widespread and it's spreading like a wildfire. It's spreading like a cancer Mm -hmm. and it's, it's a cancer in our society. Mm -hmm. It's brilliant. Uh, Yeah. So that's, so cancel culture, cancer culture, cancer cancel culture? culture is a cancer in our society that needs cut out. <laughs> um, radiation that shit that's correct Jamie it is cancer culture is cancer because I agree absolutely Will says Ocom's razor well I have a lot to say about Ocom's razor but I'll say that later cancer culture is cancer it sure is launch TV is the best but thank you Will anyway that's what we got for you guys today on this one cancer culture cancel culture <laughs> episode 39 Twin sister and I. Thank you so much for all your support. We love you guys. Here at Launch Radio, we're the future and the future is Launch Radio. Jeff and Kira live. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Launch Radio. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Go ahead, smash that share button and leave a comment below. Also, please be sure to subscribe to Launch Radio on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Until next episode, thanks again.